Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. Broadcasting from the small business capital of America, this is WIIFM Milwaukee, an idea coach station. You're on the small business journey, and sometimes you need a dose of creativity and a helping hand, and that's why we're here. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, where we build big ideas live without a net, so you can turn your small business dreams into reality. You share what you're building, and we'll rally to make it bigger, better, faster, more. And it's not just what will be, we also want to hear your wins. So everyone is reminded that small business success is here for every single entrepreneur that gets clear, works hard, and doesn't quit. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. If you want to be a part of the show, when you're ready, come on the air, let's go. PatMillerShow.com is the domain. Get there, pick the time that works for you, and we will talk about how awesome you are. We've got Amy, Antoinette, and Milena standing by, but before we get there, oh man, can I ask for your help? I need your help this <laughs> week. I need your help because I have amazing news, like pinch me kind of news to share, but it comes with a very scary uh, kicker. All right. You want the scary kicker or you want the amazing news? Let me set the stage with the scary kicker. Okay. This amazing thing is standing right in front of me. It's a bright red box with a yellow bow. It's a giant gift. I get to unwrap. It's what I've always wanted, but standing behind that giant bright red box with a yellow bow is the grim reaper. (laughs) staring at me like, yo, okay, that Grim Reaper is imposter syndrome. And he's looking at me saying, you don't deserve that. But what's in the box? You know what's in the box? I got a TEDx talk. What? Me? Yes. Yes. Yo, a TEDx talk. And here's the cool part. The TEDx talk is going to be about community and about how solopreneurs and small business owners need a community to build their business. What? Yes, that's what I believe. That's what I'm going to talk about. So as I get this giant opportunity, middle of October, going to be on stage on a TEDx freaking stage talking about what I love to talk about. And I'm staring into the eyes of the Grim Reaper. Does he have eyes? I don't think he has eyes. I'm staring at the Grim Reaper. And it's... So I want you to appreciate that voice in your head, that Grim Reaper behind the bright red package, that imposter syndrome is real. You, who are you to give a TED Talk? What a... Where do you, passing yourself off as an expert, what do you think you're doing? Who's going to possibly listen to you? 
right? We all hear those things in our head. And I got to admit, ever since I was told that I get this opportunity, I've had some days where I'm just like laying in the bottom of the swimming pool. Like I'm just thinking, there's no way I can do this. Who am I to do this? And get, I've been really frustrated some days and I've been really like kind of some days. And then I had a realization just literally just yesterday. I had a realization and the realization was when you feel frustrated, when you feel like you don't know what you're doing, that is growth. I have been pushed, shoved by the Grim Reaper, perhaps, out of my comfort zone. And everything feels clunky. And everything feels new. And everything feels like I've never done it before. Because I haven't. And that's good. Because that's where the growth is. I'm outside my comfort zone. So I have this amazing opportunity. Bright red package. Yellow bow. Grim Reaper staring at me. And with your support... And with the time I have to prepare, I'm getting ready to blow away that Grim Reaper and do what I got to do. And if you're ever feeling in the same boat, if you're ever feeling like, who the heck am I to do what I'm doing? That's when you come on the show. That's when you reach out to me and I will have your back. So you can take your talent and your time and go as far as you possibly can on your small business journey. And with that, it's time to bring on our first guest this week. Amy Collette is up first. Good morning, Amy. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, where you're calling from, and then we'll get into how we can help you today. Okay. Hi, Pat. Thanks for having me on today. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm Amy Collette. My business is Unleash Your Inner Author. And at Unleash Your Inner Author, we guide leaders to amplify their impact by becoming world-class best-selling authors. Mm. Mm. World-class best-selling authors. Yes, please take my credit card. <laughs> so uh, what's on your mind? How can we help you today? Yeah. So Pat, I'm launching a new program that will help more people be able to unleash their inner author. And it's a group program. So moving from a one-to-one exclusive coaching program to bringing this to the world in a bigger way. Mm -hmm. So my question really is, how do I provide the same kind or even better value to the people uh, who are in a group that I do in one-on-one coaching? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that I don't care if it's a group, a parade, a stadium. I don't care if Yoda's coaching me. If I can go into a program and end up with a book and it's easy, that's all I care about. So if I've never worked with you before, I don't know the difference between one-on-one or one-to-many. So the question would be, what's the advantage of being in a group as opposed to being in one-on-one? And if we can express how being in a group is better or different and why it might be right for this type of person, then we can express uh, why the group is so popular and why people need to be a part of it. So put yourself in the shoes of someone that has a book in them but hasn't come out yet and they need to get it done, why is a group better than one-on-one? 
So a couple of things. Um, as a new coach several years ago, I was always surprised when I asked people, what is the number one thing that you're looking for from coaching? And they almost always said accountability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, they get a lot more out of coaching, but they don't know what they're going to get before they do it. They've never done it before. So I think in a group, what's really awesome is accountability Ultimately, you're only accountable to yourself. But when you say it out loud to your coach and a group of other people who have this big dream just like you do, I think that magnifies the accountability. So I think that's a big advantage right there. There are other advantages too, because in the group coaching program, you have different kinds of support more often. So we meet every week as opposed to every other week. Uh, We also get to learn from each other, just like we do in the Idea Collective. Mm -hmm. We learn from each other's questions. We learn from each other's experience. And, you know, everybody else has a different perspective than I do. So they can get other people's perspective and also have accountability partners. Another thing that I'm adding that I'm not doing now is co-working sessions every week. So one the one of the huge hurdles that almost every author that I work with has is that writing their book is not their only responsibility, right? It's not their job. They're running businesses, they're speaking on stages, they're traveling, they're raising families, they're doing all those other things. They have a life, right? Mm-hmm. And but they're so burning with passion for their message that they want to write a book. They want to connect with more people through their written word. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that's super important, but it's hard to t- find time for. And I would imagine that people who want to use you one-on-one may be attracted to do one-to-many because I would imagine it's not quite as expensive as it would be to have one-on-one support. Is that right? That is correct, Pat. That is another advantage where I think it opens the door to more mm-hmm. people who might be in a more beginning stage of their business and of their speaking so that it opens the door so they can walk through that door and make that dream come true at an earlier stage than they would if they had to spend the money on the one-on-one coaching. All right. So you mentioned accountability and support and learning from one another. You added the co-working to make sure that people are motivated to do the thing. I also added just for fun... Uh, writer's block is a thing of the past because you'll have people to talk to every single week. You have people to brainstorm with. You have people to do peer review. You'll write your book better and faster. You'll be surrounded with like-minded people that have a vision of being a number one bestseller. Creativity is something you can use when you talk with other people. And you've got an expert coach that's going to guide the whole thing. So you'll never have to wonder what's next. It's an automated program. It's as if saying you're on the conveyor belt to your first book. All you got to do is join the group and we will make sure you get there. And that kind of accountability and process is something you can't do on your own. Right. People don't do it on their own. They wait for years and they get stuck someplace. And so that's another advantage is people don't understand when they start out, they may have one thing like, I just don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. Or they may feel overwhelmed because they have so much content, they don't know how to hone it into a beautiful, 
easy to receive message. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big part of it. And that's what our program does too. But in a group environment, you're also getting the advantage of everybody being your cheerleader. So that's fun too, because what that means is when it comes time to launch your book, you now have a network of people who know, like, and trust you and believe in your message. And so they want to help you launch your book. And that's a really fun thing to have a network of people who are supporting you as you kind of (laughs) step off the plank into that unknown territory of adding author to your name. Yeah. And it's scary. And this will help you not get stuck. It'll take you from start to finish. And you'll have a natural made launch pod for when you put the book live. So you've got all this stuff figured out. We know why it's different and better than doing one-on-one coaching. So what's the problem here? What are you stuck with? Or is this what you needed to do is just kind of talk out why a group program may be better or more advantageous for some people than one-on-one coaching? Right. I think part of it's the languaging for me. And part of it is just this, this group kind of dynamic, like you and I are doing right now, Pat, talking with someone who's not in my industry. Uh, because in my mind, the uh, I've, ju- I'm just so used to doing the one-on-one coaching that for me personally, it's a big leap, right? But I'm really excited about it too. And I want to be able to convey that excitement and the value that people will get from being not just a receiver of this information in the group, but also be able to participate in other people's bringing their message to the world. Yeah. And I think something you should not overlook is that being in a group is fun. And this entire right. process doesn't <laughs> have to be painful. So to get specifically after what you're talking about. And isn't it funny that we're talking with someone that writes books for a living that can't find the language? That's because we're all inside our own fishbowl and we can't help ourselves. That's why conversations like this and communities are so important. I digress. What I would do to recommend is I would go out and find your beta group, your founders group, and I would tell them it's going to be half price, right? And after three weeks, I'm going to ask you for feedback. And if you're loving it, I want to be able to use your feedback so I can go launch my second group. But that's how I would turn people who might be interested into actual clients is to offer them the group just to get the first one up and running. Because many of us, when we start something like this, I've got this great program. And if I can only sell seven seats, then I can do it. No, start doing the thing get the social proof and feedback. And then once you're up and running with one group that everybody loves, the rest of them fall like dominoes. Yes. I, and fortunately I already have my founders group and they're super excited and they're already a community because we did a collaborative book together. And so now some of them are all fired up to do their own book. And so that's really fun. And just to have that excitement and to have that, know, like, and trust already built Mm -hmm. into the group. They're already big fans of each other and have already exercised that cheerleading muscle, you know, for each other. Now, we'll put the link uh, into the show notes, but I just want to ask one thing because a lot of folks that are entrepreneurs are thought leaders, content creators. They have visions on the way the world should be. They may have a book inside of them. So I'm just curious from your perspective – when someone writes a book and it's out there, 
How does that make them feel when it's done? Oh, that's such a great question because that's part of my new book. I just, I'm finishing up, up a book. It's going to be uh, launched uh, first of the year next year. And I interviewed people and asked that exact question. <laughs> I ant- interviewed a lot of people and it's so fun to see their replies. One woman said that it just feels so right. It feels so natural for her. It was a big, hairy, audacious goal. But now she's the author of this beautiful, amazing book that's changing lives. And other people say that it's a legacy piece for them, where I have a guy, um, an author, who says, I did not want to wait until it's too late Mm. to write this book. And he's had a lot of loss in his life. And so he saw that, and it really motivated him to get on it and do the thing. If you're not using that phrase, you should. Don't wait till it's too late. Because that's the thing. People like myself that are walking around saying, you know what? I think I'm going to write a book someday. Mm -mm. (laughs) Right. Mm -mm. Right. Don't wait until it's too late. Amy Collette, we're going to put a link to your company and the group inside the episode here. Congratulations on your growth. Don't be scared of group coaching. Go make it happen. And thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Pat. You're awesome. Up next in the Pat Miller Show, we talk with Milena DeLugi. She is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. She's a member of the Idea Collective, and she's calling in now. Milena, tell everyone who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into how we can help you today. Hi, Pat. I'm really excited to be here today with you and all the people that that will listen that. Uh, my business is Milena Elite. I'm a business virtual assistant. I help entrepreneurs Uh, to eliminate their stress uh, by taking some tasks from their plate uh, so they can get some time back that they can focus on their productivity and at the result that might bring more revenue to their business. Absolutely. Get your time back, make more money. That's why we love VAs. So what's on your mind? How can we help you today? So what is on my mind? Because as you know, I'm in a stage of kind of starting my business. It's uh, not long time that I have it. I think my my thing on my plate today, it's like more like lead generations that would result in a sales. So one of the things that is upcoming this month, I will be speaking in a front, I could say up to 30 people. All of them are focused on a small business, small business owners or work for small business owners. So each of them could be my potential client. So my question is like how to bring those people in a mindset that I can bring the value to their business by them delegating some tasks they shouldn't even put time on. They can delegate to me and, you know, just to get their focus on that, hey, I need you because you can, you know, Give me more stressless life. Well, virtual assistants are absolute magic. And until you have one, you don't realize how magical they can be. So before I give you an idea that I've got cooking, tell me about something that you are really good at that doesn't feel like work, that if you were going to do for someone, you're like, oh, that thing? I can do that no problem. Is there any office task or thing that would be delegated to you that just feels really easy to you because you're really good at it. Can you think of anything? I think it would be from 
client, uh, uh, excuse me, from uh, calendar management to email management, it's something that, so it's easy for me, I can handle to, I know I'm so much detail oriented that I see things like, you know, give me some project and I can look through it uh, and I can see if there is some mistakes or maybe there is something missing in the process. So let's talk about email management because that's something mm-hmm. everyone struggles with. Mm-hmm. So email management, let's say I give you my hot mess of an email account. You could mm-hmm. go in and look at all the unread mail and come back mm-hmm. to me and say, yeah, you had a hundred unread messages. These are the four I need answers to. What about this, 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 and this? Just tell me what way you'd like to respond. I'll handle it. But mm-hmm. you basically make unread email go away. That's the type of thing you would do. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. So when you take that value of getting after someone's time with something that is so present in every entrepreneur's life, which is email management, I would love to see you run for office on something like Milena Elite Email Management. In fact, there's M and E already in there. We've got some alliteration going on. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to steer the direction of your company. I'm actually trying to answer your question. So when you stand up in front of everyone and you say, hello, everyone, I'm Milena. You know what I do? I deal with unread email. If unread email keeps you up at night, that's the problem I solve. How do I do it? Well, you give me access to your email account. I'll tell you what's important inside of there. We'll do a 20-minute phone call and your unread email goes away. And you never have to worry about it again, because that's what I do. So if you went and stood up in front of everybody and said, and I'll prove it, I've got five slots available, and I will manage your email for two weeks. And at the end of two weeks, I guarantee you that you'll hire me. And they're going to go, yeah, make my email go away? Absolutely. So you're basically giving them a free trial. Right, But you're not saying, here's a free trial of all the VA services under the sun. like Because people who don't have a VA don't understand what VAs can do. So you're not selling VA services. What you're selling is, I'm going to fix your email and make your unread email go away. And every entrepreneur in the group would go, oh, I need that. And your three or five slots that you give away would be sold instantly or filled instantly. And then as soon as you start working with them and provide value, you can say, listen, I could continue to do this for you at this price every month. And if you do a good job, which I'm sure you will, they will never let you go. Because a problem like that, everybody has it, and it makes us completely crazy. So it doesn't have to be email management. Do you see the kind of thing I'm going for, though? Yeah, definitely you gave me the idea to come up because it's only five minutes and I don't want to put too much in their heads because they're not going to remember it. Mm-hmm. I would like to focus on one something specific more that after five minutes, they will be like, oh, yes, I need you or at least I need to try it out the way you put it. Because my question for you, you are saying like two week trial. Mm-hmm. Is this you would say free giveaway or discounted giveaway or how you would approach that? It depends on how much work it would take. So if I gave you my email, could you do 
could you handle my email in a couple of hours? Or is this a 30 hour a week for one client's email? What do you anticipate? I would say probably up to five hours okay. per week, maybe. So now we're thinking about, okay, what is the customer acquisition cost? So if you got your customers off of Google advertising, you would end up learning that it costs $74 for me to get a customer, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And then you balance that against what you charge to see how much Google advertising you can continue to do in order to be a profitable business. Well, this is customer acquisition cost. So if it costs me five hours of my time to acquire a customer, but then once I get them, I can make this much money, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make to fill my workload. So you just kind of reverse engineer it. If you're comfortable giving someone five hours, but 50% of the time it turns into a customer, 100%. Because what some people don't know, and I know because we have the pleasure of knowing one another, you're just starting out. So one thing that you have a lot of is time. And another thing you don't have a lot of is advertising dollars. So let's use your time for customer acquisition cost. And the reason why I wanted to talk about email management or calendar management is it's something very specific. It's something that you said you like to do and you're good at. And if you could come up with a process where we have, you know, either a Slack channel or a call every other day or I text you answers, but you take this overwhelming boulder of email and make it one conversation with Milena every day, oh my gosh, sign me up. I'll buy it. Where do I buy it? I want to buy that. Sell that to me, Milena. I want that. Sounds good. So now just craft your five-minute message about that. All you need to do now when you do the five-minute message is you stand up and you say, hello, everyone, I'm Milena. And you know what? Milena Elite, we specialize in making stuff you don't want to do go away. And the number one thing no one wants to deal with is phone calls. But the number two thing that no one wants to deal with is email. Everyone raise your hand. Who has unread email? And every hand will go up. Who loves cleaning out their email box? No hands will go up. That's the problem I solve. Imagine never having to worry about your unread email again. Because I'm Milena and I make it go away. And today I've got three slots for people that want to try out my service. And that's it. Then you stand in the back of the room, and I guarantee you, you'll have three people sign up right away. That is a great idea, Pat. Well, you I know knew I have to come here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm glad I can help you. Uh, I think you've got something for sure, especially with your experience of doing this kind of work. I wish you a lot of luck. Now, here's what I want you to do. When you get your three clients, I want you to come back on the show and do a small business celebration. Will you do that? Oh, definitely, I will. Awesome. Milena DeLugi, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milena Elite VA Services. It's great to talk with you and good luck. Thank you so much, Pat. It was a pleasure talking with you today. A big thanks to Amy and Milena for coming on this episode of The Pat Miller Show. We are not done. You would think we're done. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are not done. We've got an expert standing by to talk to us about small business marketing. Hailing from Atlanta, Antoinette Logan is standing by. We're going to talk to her about small business marketing. If you want to grow your business, don't miss it. It's next on this episode. Running a small business is lonely and hard. I mean, we know that, right? But did you know it doesn't have to be? 
Stop networking and start connecting with other entrepreneurs on the small business journey in the Idea Collective Small Business Incubator. In this exclusive worldwide community, we're sharing information, we're brainstorming together, and we're supporting each other through the highs and the lows of building your small business. Learn more about the group and get the feel of this show 24-7 in your small business. Visit ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Out of the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show. This is a show built just for you, the entrepreneur and small business owner that's working hard to build your dream. Now, this show gets bigger because that's what we want. It gets bigger when you kind of give us a hand. Would you rate it? Maybe review it? on iTunes or wherever you get the show. It really does help us grow. But also subscribe to the show so you don't miss a single conversation or an entrepreneur that comes on the show. And when you're ready to ask a question or share a small business celebration, you can join us with a time that works for you. Reserve it at patmillershow.com. Up next, we got an expert standing by, boys and girls, Antoinette Logan from AIM Agency in Chicago and Atlanta. Antoinette, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. Tell us about you. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Antoinette Logan. I am the CEO of the AIM Agency. We're a creative agency that focuses on brand development and lead generation strategies. We take our clients from idea to brand, brand to business, business to elevation and profit, pretty much meeting you where you are to help you achieve your next level business goals. I love all of that. And that is a great description of how branding can help someone elevate what they're trying to build. And the folks that listen to this show are in all of those stages. Either they're contemplating a business or they've launched one or Mm -hmm. it's time to scale. In your experience, when you're helping someone grow their brand, which part of that process is the one that trips people up the most? The creation or the elevation? Where do people get stuck? I actually think that it's the very beginning. It's the start. Most people start wrong, and because they start wrong, that's where the problems come into play at in the midst of. I think that a lot of people are not branding their businesses for their actual clients, their target audience. They're branding their business around their own personal likes and dislikes, and you're not who you serve. You're serving your customers, and you need to be appealing and attractive and speak directly to them, not you. Oh, you are not who you serve. That is mic drop stuff. How do you look at what you do from your customer's perspective, because when you do the work, you're looking at it from your perspective. So in addition to hiring someone like you, what are some things that we can do to look at things from the customer's perspective? Well, um, I think that you need when, once you've developed your, your product, what it is that you're actually selling, the offer or the product itself, You need to think about the person that needs that product. You need to literally put yourself in their shoes. And if you have a hard time doing that, then, um, you know, you work with other companies and agencies that can help you with that. And during market research, you know, that there's an area of that that you can really tap into who your 
target audiences by doing like focus groups and um, asking people their opinion about different things and the why, and then really digging into who those individuals really are, not just how they connect to your product, but who they are outside of your product. What do they do on a regular basis? What are their hobbies? Where do they work? How do they live their lives? Are they moms? Are they dads? Are they, you know, they have kids? Did they go to college? Did they go, um, who are they? Everything about them. The more you know about your ideal customer, the better it is for you because now you can develop everything about your brand that speaks directly to that person's psyche. Everything is about psychology and about how what you present about your product, service, or offer uh, hits their mind. So you need to have the colors that is going to attract that particular type of person looking for that particular thing. You need to have the words on your product or that's describing your product or that's used around your product that the person that needs your product needs to hear. Where where one community might need to hear something in a what we call um, – urban ebonics another person might need to hear it in a professional tone in order to understand what it is you actually sell mm. you get what i'm saying absolutely it, it's just you've got to really know who you're talking to and who they are so that they can understand your lingo you know i'm going to ask you a question and put you on the spot but i have a feeling that you're going to nail it i want you to think of a time that you <laughs> helped a client that had everything right but they weren't really digging into who their customer was. And with a little bit of a twist, when you applied their lifestyle or their psychology of the ideal client to their customer, everything worked. I always think about that being somewhat in tune, like an instrument's out of tune, like, gosh, it's so close. And if you just put it in tune, then it will work. So can you think of a time when you had a client that had a terrific product or a terrific brand, but they just weren't in tune, you tuned them, and then they took off? Uh, actually, yeah. I have a client that um, does, um, it's an organic brand with natural products, and the product was great. It still is great. But what, the, what they were missing was kind of, um, they have scale, but they still have internal issues that remain because they haven't completely made the switch that they need to make, but they're aware of it. We started doing the work. Like, this is the thing. If you have a, a product that you make on your own and you need to organize everything about that brand, right, from every product that you buy to make it, the pricing strategy within that, then you have to think about who you're actually targeting. Well, because they are thinking about their own personal lifestyle, the fact that they, you know, have a family and bills and all that, they're thinking like, oh, my product needs to be affordable because I need it to be affordable, right? Mm -hmm. But not putting into play that the brands that they have are really, uh, not the brands that they have, but the products that they have are really catered to a luxury clientele, a clientele that spends two and $300 on one bottle of perfume. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have this product that you have in the $10 range, but yet when you sell a mi you sell a million of them, you still didn't really make no money because when you go back to look at how much you spent to create the product, 
you haven't made the money you need to make. And it goes back to the branding that they have being based around um, a not a luxury brand. It doesn't look luxury. They don't talk luxury. The branding that the marketing assets aren't luxury, but they make you they they talking to you like so when you get the product in your hand and you're smelling it, you're comparing it to luxury brands. So because they haven't made the switch, they're going to constantly have that same money issue. Yeah. They're going to constantly go through that same problem uh, when it comes to trying to completely transition to w- those same amount of customers paying the dollar amount that their product deserves so that they can actually profit where they need to because they're spending the money in product to make it that luxury product that you get in your hand, but they're not charging for it. Mm-hmm. So they're eat, they're eating up their own profit because they ain't making it. You yeah. understand? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. One more question that and I have for you. This is an ongoing thing. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, shifting someone from affordable to a luxury brand, that's going to unlock a ton of revenue so they can continue to grow their business. I want to ask a question about branding and positioning because this may or may not be true. So I'm curious what you think. My gut tells me that a lot of people don't really want to know what their customers think because they like doing what they're doing, even though it's not working for them. Have you ever experienced that where someone's like, yep. they don't want to change, even if it means they would be yep. successful? Have you seen that before? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I think it's the most insane thing <laughs> because those are the same people that complain about the problems that they have, but they're not willing to take the action to make the change to solve the problem. Mm. Uh, this is those been... aren't my ideal clients. Yeah, so that was my next question. Who, who's listening to this right now that says, I need Antoinette on my team? Like, who is your ideal client? Who should be reaching out to you to have you do what you do for them? My ideal client is, it doesn't matter if you're a new business, established business, ready to scale, already scaled and needs to make some, you know, meet some newness or make some changes or come up with a new innovative idea within that business. That part don't matter. What matters is that we are open to making changes that benefit the overall goal of the overall goal of the brand. That's what matters. If you're one of those people that can't be open-minded to see the bigger picture, I'm not for you mm-hmm. because when I, I'm a test player for one. So when I look at your problem, I don't just see that one problem you have. Yeah, I'm giving you information to help you get to that next level, that immediate next level. But for me, I see the whole bigger picture. So the information that I'm giving you for to solve this step one problem is not based on the end being step one. It's based on the end being step 200, but step one is in that process. So right now someone's listening to this and they're thinking, oh, I don't want to work with her because she's going to change and fix my business. Or they're sitting there thinking, I need her on my team. So what we're going to do is put a link to the agency inside the show notes, and we're going to send you a big old high five and say thank you so much for coming on. Antoinette Logan, I appreciate your time today, and thanks for teaching us something. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been great. Thank you to Antoinette and Milena and Amy for coming on this episode of The Pat Miller Show. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. My job is to help you grow your business and celebrate when you do. 
To do that, we need you to come on the program. Visit patmillershow.com, reserve your time on the air, and we will tell everyone on the planet about how epic you are. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, here to help you build your small business dream. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of this show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.